Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one best-selling book, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Then call my office at 662-844-1414 and order my new book, The Code Breaker. What's up, everybody? Ole Miss just wrapped up a disappointing first game of the Arizona Super Regional. I'm Michael Borky. Welcome into the Rebel Report. Uh, just like last week, my son is asleep in uh, the adjacent room to this one, so I got to keep it down just a little bit. Uh, it is almost midnight now uh, because we got late West Coast start times here this weekend, and uh, he's snoozing, so I got to keep it down. So I, I hope you guys understand. But uh, Ole Miss again wrapped up a, a disappointing. Uh, series opener with Arizona, and uh, I think it's about 80% of teams that win the first game in a Super Regional make it to Omaha. So Ole Miss has their backs against the wall. Silver lining is that Doug Nikhazy will be going for you in game two and uh, see if you can push it to uh, a third game, of course. But uh, tonight was all about offense for Arizona and all about lack of offense for Ole Miss. That's the biggest story here. Um, Not necessarily the fact that Arizona scored nine runs kind of unraveled for Ole Miss late, but three was never getting it done. Three, all of those runs, all three of those runs came in the first inning, and after that, Ole Miss was simply awful offensively after the first inning, and that wasn't going to win tonight regardless of how good the pitching staff did. Arizona hits the ball too well. They're too balanced on offense, too much power, and uh, Ole Miss lost tonight. And so we'll discuss that, and I've got a lot of complaints about the production that was put on. Not necessarily the broadcasters themselves because it's a tough job. They tried. They're doing it from home. That's a bunch of crap, but it's not their fault. They did get Mike Bianco's name wrong, but I don't think they did a poor job. But the production and the field conditions are just an embarrassment for this sweet 16 of college baseball. Uh, So I'm going to complain about that as well because it's almost midnight. I'm going to get no sleep tonight, and so I'm going to start complaining. And I think you guys will agree with basically everything I'll say on that front. So we'll talk about the the loss and also um, look ahead to what, they need from Nikhazy and Broadway tomorrow, and also my complaints. But first, I want to remind you, the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems, based in Jackson, but they cover the entire state. It's an office technology solution company, office technology like IT services, uh, projects, cloud storage, data security, virtual CIO, copiers and printers, document management software, mail machines, shipping systems, IP phone systems, stuff like that. If you are in the market for office technology solutions and you are based in Mississippi. Advantage Business Systems is the place to do it. When you call ABS, you get a live person every time. And when they service you, you get a tech from Mississippi. They're scattered across the state in your backyard. Um, If you want a complimentary office technology assessment, Uh, Or just to find out more about Advantage Business Systems and what they can do for you, call 601-362-9192. That's 601-361-9192. Or visit absms.com. The podcast also brought to you by LB's, which is the best place in Mississippi to get your meat. Weekend weather is going to be beautiful. Spend some time behind the grill 
before you watch your baseball tomorrow night or tonight, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, but you got to get that started at LB's. Go by and see Greg and tell them that I sent you. Also tell ABS I sent you, but tell Greg that we sent you here. Uh, me specifically, tell him I sent you. And um, it is the best place in Mississippi to get your meat. If you're going to do grilling, that's the place to start. They also will do the cooking for you at least Monday through Friday. But they are open seven days a week. Daily lunch specials, though, are Monday through Friday. So ABS and LBs are bringing you this podcast tonight. And it's one that you guys probably aren't really all that excited about. Arizona wins 9-3. to three. Ole Miss got the scoring started in the top of the first. Two out hits. Um Walking Elko ended up being a mistake for Arizona, and McCants made them pay. Ole Miss puts up a three spot in the top of the first, and then home run, home run, home run, and Arizona ties it up and then kind of blows it open as the game goes on. I think Derek Diamond was fine. Um, not great, but fine. Um, his stat line four complete, four earned runs. He only struck out one, gave up eight hits. I mean, Arizona, it's the best offense in the country, statistically. And you were going to need more from that, from from Derek Diamond, to to really have a realistic chance at winning this game. Uh, We talked about it on the radio show some earlier today, and and my key to the game was how much do you get from Derek Diamond? Because if they're – and I said this exact line, um, the rare occasion I actually got – uh, something right. If Arizona chases him before like the sixth inning, Ole Miss is not going to win the game. He was going to have to be efficient. He was going to have to go deep in the ball game. He was unable to do that. He was fine. He was okay. But against an offense as good as Arizona's, fine and okay is not going to do it. But the thing is, it was good enough, at least for a period of time. Um, Ole Miss, after the first inning, offensively, did not pressure Arizona at all. Uh, there, there was a couple, like the fifth inning, I think Ole Miss had runners on first and second with nobody out and uh, didn't execute a uh, couple double plays at ended innings that they grounded into. Uh, very little pressure offensively came from Ole Miss. McCants did have a couple of hits in those two RBIs uh, early in the game. Gonzalez had a hit early in the game. But really... Uh, especially the bottom of the the lineup right now for Ole Miss is just not good. Uh, it's not good at all. Um, you had the rare uh, no-hit night from Kevin Graham. He got on base twice, but he didn't hit the ball. Elko um, struck out three times, uh, which, you know, he's been on his hair lately. Um, just didn't have it tonight. But but that's the story of the game. It's not giving up nine runs to an extremely talented uh, Arizona team, the best offense in the country. It's your offense. And deciding game in the regional against Southern Miss's depleted bullpen aside, uh, this offense has been slumping for a month now. Um, bad approaches, not pressuring opponents, um, really struggling at the plate with a few exceptions, Elko and Gonzalez being them, but in totality as a team, they're not producing right now offensively. And getting the news that we got about Arizona going into this game, especially depleted bullpen, uh, starter tonight for Arizona, just okay. I mean, didn't have didn't have great stuff. Ole Miss has seen better. Um, they, they shouldn't struggle like this, but they are. Uh, they're, they're just in a deep slump in the, in the worst time. 
And that's the story of the game. They did not hit it well enough to keep up with an Arizona team that is the best hitting team in college baseball. And it's really that simple. Hindsight is 2020 on this take because number one, I think going to Diamond was fine. It didn't work out, but I think it was a fine decision. Um, going to Myers, I think, was the right call at the time. It was a 3 3 game. But now your options on Sunday, if you win tomorrow, are really limited. Um, you would hope to only use two pitchers tomorrow in a win, which is Nikhazy and Broadway, but you're probably going to have to start McDaniel now. Um, I mean, I guess maybe Doherty, if, if you can save him, if you can just pitch Nikhazy and Broadway in a win tomorrow, maybe you start Doherty. Something that needs to be considered. But now that Myers is possibly burned, he threw 64 pitches tonight, so he may not make another appearance this weekend. He definitely cannot start on Sunday now. Um, that limits the options there as well. Um, I mean, when you lose game one in a, in a super regional, it, you know, there's no positive way to spin it other than the fact that Ole Miss should feel really good about tomorrow with Doug Nikhazy on the hill because the list of people that you'd rather have in this spot is is one. <laughs> and even then you can make an argument that you'd rather have Nikhazy. That's how good he's been lately. So dominant he's been, especially against the best lineup. So you got to feel pretty good about tomorrow. But um, using Myers and unsuccessfully using Myers today, if they win tomorrow, will come back to bite them in a game three, I think. Because um, that's who I think should have been starting, unless they were planning on starting Doherty the whole time. But um, it's just, it's really tough right now. And I'm not. I'm not going to criticize going to Myers because, again, hindsight is is very 2020 in that decision. I don't think it was the wrong one. Um, it just didn't work out. It just didn't work out, and now Myers might uh, might be burned uh, for the weekend. And so, what they they need to bounce back, and, and it needs to be on the back of Doug Nikhazy. He needs to be excellent against possibly the best team he's seen all year. Uh, for Ole Miss to have a chance tomorrow, if they're going to continue having offensive approaches like this, um, only six hits in the game against this Arizona pitching staff. I mean, that's not winning anything. That, that that's not that's not winning another game this weekend. And Arizona's thin, but it's not like they Ole Miss saw elite stuff tonight. So Nick Casey's got to be basically um, perfect if he's going to give his team a chance to even up the series and, and take it to a rubber match and. Uh, they move forward. Um, I think it's too late at this point. Um, with your lineup, I mean, especially at the bottom, I, I don't know what you do. I mean, I mean, Dunhurst is really, really struggling lately. He's not really putting together competitive at-bats. Kale Baker um, against lefties is okay, but right now it's it's it feels like he's an automatic out. I just I don't know what else you do. I mean, weeks ago they should have moved Graham down to first base and had Plummer in the outfield, and that's a hindsight thing too. But the, now that I've said that, Kale Baker's going to turn around and have a big, big day tomorrow and make me sound like an idiot. But it feels like that's an auto out right now. Um, and I, I just I don't I think it's too late to really do anything about it. But I, I know that's a point of contention for a lot of you is uh, is his existence uh, in the lineup still. I just I don't know what else you do. Um, 
I don't know if there's any truly better options there aside from bringing Graham down and getting better defensively in the outfield. But I think we're too late for that. But anyway, um, just a really tough night. Tough night at the plate. Tough night on the mound. And uh, their backs are against the wall. And they they really need uh, Nikhazy to be perfect tomorrow. So we'll be on the lookout for that. That's just quick thoughts about the game. Um, I mean, the game just ended. Uh, I, I am having to do this without the official box score getting posted yet. That's how, that's how quickly after the game I'm doing this. But anyway, offense just that, – that's the story. That should be the story. Not good enough offensively to win a Super Regional right now. They're just not. Um, and Arizona's too too damn good, too deep. It's a really good baseball team, really good hitting baseball team. Great approaches, confident. They have power. They have depth. It's really impressive uh, watching them. Uh, really impressive. So we'll see if Ole Miss can bounce back tomorrow. Uh, no better guy to have on the mound in a bounce back day than uh, than Doug Nikhazy. All right, it's time for me to complain because this is effectively the Super Regional. Or excuse me, effectively the Sweet 16. That's what the Super Regional is. It's the Sweet 16. It's the Sweet 16. And they got tonight. I mean, it's you gotta you gotta list this out. I think the announcer the announcers are fine. I mean, they weren't the best pair, and I know a lot of people um, have pointed out that the color analyst played at Arizona. Optics don't mean much. I don't really care about optics, but it doesn't look good. Um, when you've got Arizona jerseys hanging in the background of the two guys calling the game. But I don't think they, I mean, you know, they weren't biased or whatever. I, I don't think so. I, I didn't get that vibe. There's better pairs out there for sure. They're not who I have the complaint with, aside from the fact that they didn't know Mike Bianco's name. But I think that's more of a product of the fact that they're having to do this from home instead of being on site and getting to interact with everybody. I think that's part of it. Broadcasting from home is really, really hard. And when you're not the best, it can really hamper uh, what you're able to do. So the guys aren't good, but that that's not really the problem with what happened tonight. Although you should know what Mike Bianco's name is. Um, the outfield wall is just stupid. That home run that Arizona hit in the first inning, they have a wall. You guys, I mean, everybody saw it. They have a gigantic wall outfield fence it's huge and halfway up the fence they just drew a line halfway up the fence and if the ball hits above the line it's a home run if it hits below the line it's not a home run why in the hell do they not make the top of the fence just be the top of the fence or if you want to shorten it just Cut the upper half off of the. I, I be, that is the most Mickey Mouse. I mean, just having a line halfway up the fence, a flat fence, and hoping the umpire can see well enough if a ball's close that it hit above the line or below the the, the line. It, it, I mean, it, how stupid is that? Why not have the top of the fence be the top of the fence? It's just Mickey Mouse. Just really, really stupid. So you have a Sweet 16 game dealing with that. 
And then I don't know what the hell was going on in front of home plate. It, I mean, it, it looked like they dug holes in front of it. Seriously. I mean, it, it looked like they were getting ready to plant crops. That's what it looked like in front of home plate. So the field can the, the fence is a joke and doesn't make any sense at all. Makes no sense at all. Having just a line halfway up the fence, incredibly stupid and just really Mickey Mouse. And whatever the hell was going on in front of home plate, it was just poorly kept. It looked like trash. I mean, it, it seriously, it looked like a herd of pigs ran through there. In front of home plate. So the field conditions were like the county fair. I mean, just a joke for a Sweet 16 game. And then the broadcast. So the camera angles and the camera work was not very good. Quite bad, honestly. The guys are calling it from home, which is really hard. And then in the middle of the game, I know he's a legend. The, the former Arizona softball coach that may be the greatest softball coach to ever live. I, I'm sure he's a wonderful person, and I really think that softball, um, it's growing like hell and for good reason. It's an electric sport, and more people should pay attention to it around here. I like softball. It's, it's a good sport, deserving of support. I don't care who the hell they're talking to, though. In the middle of... Of a Sweet 16 game. I'm going to keep calling it that because calling it Super Regional, I guess, doesn't get through to some people at ESPN. Call it doing that, having a Zoom call that at times was taking up the entire screen and at best was taking up half the screen where you're not talking about the game going on and things are happening in a game when you're talking about something unrelated on Zoom. During the game, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Who thinks that's a good idea? Would you do that in an NFL game? Would you do that in a college football game? Would you do that in an NFL playoff game or a college football playoff game? Would you do that in the NCAA tournament basketball? Hell no. So why here? The, the whole production, the field, the outfield wall, embarrassing, honestly, for a game of this magnitude. I mean, I, I know college baseball isn't the NCAA tournament and isn't college football, but if you're going to put a championship on, do it right. And whoever the producer is that thinks – Let's take away from the game and miss a double in the game, by the way. Let's completely distract the announcers away from calling the game in front of them and take up half your screen to have a Zoom call with somebody that is completely unrelated to what is going on on the field in that moment. What, what is that? Who makes that decision? It's so stupid. Compl just complete nonsense. The Sweet 16 deserves better than that. And the players on the field deserve better than having to go to review to see whether or not the ball hit halfway up the fence or not. Just Mickey Mouse, lazy, half-assed 
crap that we got tonight. It was a circus. I think Ryland said it to me on Twitter. He was exactly right. It was a circus. It was an absolute circus. Um, and the people involved should be embarrassed. I mean, what the hell was that? And, of course, it had no impact on the game whatsoever. I mean, almost didn't lose the game because of the ballpark. They lost the game because they couldn't hit tonight, and Arizona is one of the best. But, man, that was embarrassing. The local crews, I'm talking everybody, camera crews, producers, and broadcasters, doing the local Tuesday night Ole Miss versus Central Arkansas game do a hell of a better job, grounds crew included. Everybody involved do a better job at putting on a baseball game on a Tuesday night in February in Oxford than we got from ESPN calling a Sweet 16 game. It was embarrassing. Really, I mean, they should just let the SEC Network handle this. They should. Because that's just a joke. The whole thing was a joke. The production and the field. And Arizona deserves better. I mean, are you kidding me? Look at this team. Watch them play. Watch them hit. And that's what they have to deal with? Garbage. I mean, it's just garbage. Um, these teams, these players, the programs deserve a better production tomorrow. And, and they'll probably not get it. But anyway, Ole Miss loses. Um, Winner go home game coming up tomorrow. And... um no better person to have on the Hill than Doug Nikhazy, though. So at least um, you should feel pretty good about that. But uh, tough one tonight for them, for sure. Tough one tonight. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm going to go to bed because my son will be up in five hours and 45 minutes, whether or not he knows when I went to bed. So <laughs> you guys uh, have a good rest of your night, and I will talk to you again after the game tomorrow. Have a good one. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.